Section 28 of U.S. Money versus Corporation Currency Audric Plan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elsie Selwyn. U.S. Money versus Corporation Currency Audric Plan by Alfred Owen Crozier. Appendix Press Notices of the Magnet. Wall Street, Alfred Owen Crozier's great financial novel, The Magnet, is warmly resented by Wall Street. The book exposes in detail the precise secret methods by which, with the aid of the stock exchange and the ticker, high finance manipulates quotation prices on 20 to 30 billions of listed securities and fleeces the public out of a billion dollars each year. Author did not expect or desire Wall Street's approval. In the magnet scrapbook was found the following letter, which is here reproduced without consultation with the former publisher. Author considers it evidence that the magnet hit the right mark. New York, January 2, 1908. The Funk and Wagnalls Corporation, New York City. Gentlemen, we beg to return you under separate cover the copy of the magnet which you sent us. We do not think favorably of this work, and not caring to criticize it otherwise in our column, we are sending it back. Thanking you for your courtesy, we remain, yours very truly, the Ticker Publishing Company. The Magnet Alfred Owen Crozier's financial novel, The Magnet, has been read by Roosevelt, Taft, La Folliette, Brian, Hughes, and by many congressmen, governors, supreme judges, businessmen, and labor leaders. It was extensively and favorably reviewed by the daily press and magazines, see press notices on the following page. La Folliette spent an hour reading extracts from the magnet to the United States Senate as part of his famous 18-hour speech in 1908. That book was, uh, was author's first gun in his campaign for honest finance and a progressive and patriotic money policy. It was preliminary in his new volume, U.S. Money versus Corporation Currency. Book of the Hour The magnet is full of fun, thrilling situations, adventures, and tender romance. The women particularly enjoy it. The characters are pat, entertaining, and almost recognizable. Every patriotic man should read it because of the startling and true revelations and exposure in detail of the precise methods being used by Wall Street high finance and its rapid and dangerous conquest of the American Republic. The magnet was first issued as a high-class $1.50 novel by Funk and Wagnall's company. The manuscript, written in 1906, was delivered to publisher months before the October 1907 panic, and yet the book contains a full description in detail of that panic and the way it was caused. Its chapter, The Artificial Panic, was surprisingly prophetic. The Magnet Company is publisher of Mr. Crozier's new work, U.S. Money vs. Corporation Currency, to enable readers of the new book to also obtain the magnet at a very low cost, the Magnet Company is publisher of Mr. Crozier's new work, U.S. Money vs. Corporation Currency. To enable readers of the new book to also obtain the magnet, at a very low cost, the Magnet Company has acquired the plates and all rights in the magnet. These two books, no doubt, will be the Uncle Tom's cabin of the present progressive crusade for the preservation of popular government and liberation of American business, politics, and banks from the present intolerable bondage to the panic-scourging mastery of Wall Street high finance. U.S. Money vs. Corporation Currency is a powerful book of merciless facts from the official records. 
The Magnet is a fascinating romance woven about the private central bank scheme that since actually has materialized and now is before Congress. It is flesh and blood in action. It sets forth with startling and convincing realism the alliance between crooked big business and crooked boss politics and lays bare the shady methods employed. These books were prepared at great cost by authors to post the public and help prepare the people so they could successfully fight to preserve their rights and liberties. Patriotic readers are earnestly asked to help extend their circulation and usefulness, form clubs of three, so as to get the books at the relatively nominal price, as per special offer to readers set forth on the inside of front cover of this volume. The campaign of 1912 is now on, so kindly act promptly, help start the endless chain. Your own interests are deeply involved in a wise solution of this, the greatest issue since the Civil War. Send orders by mail with P.O. Money Order to the Magnet Company, Provident Bank Building, Cincinnati, Ohio. Prices, single copy, postpaid. The Magnet, 500 pages, 7 beautiful illustrations, cloth, $1, paper, 50 cents. U.S. Money versus Corporation Currency, 400 pages, 34 striking and timely illustrations, and 30 original letters from big banks and financiers, etc. Cloth, 60 cents, paper, 30 cents. See special cut price and side front cover, where three copies at one time are ordered accompanied by remittance. Baltimore American, an up-to-the-minute novel, teeming with the electric thrill of the last sensation in high finance and corporation boodling, The Magnet will justify its title in holding the attention of the reader from start to finish. It is argument in flesh and blood. It is logic in action. It is conviction upon the anvil. Philadelphia and North American, one of the most powerful romances which has appeared lately, and which goes to the very root of many of the current national problems. Philadelphia Record, the magnet is a powerful story. Mr. Crozier writes with humor, originality, and directness, as well with force and lucidity. Boston Globe, reels of humor as sparkling as real reels under the kiss of summer sunshine trickle through and make fascinating the pages of the magnet. Detroit Free Press, the financial side of the story is treated with an abandon that makes Mr. Lawson's frenzied finance seem mild as milk. Wilmington, Delaware Journal. The Magnet is more than a fascinating romance. It may make its author, Alfred O. Crozier, of this city a national character. Cleveland Press. Alfred O. Crozier is the author of The Magnet, a novel in which J. Pierpont Morgan and other familiar figures of Wall Street figure in thin disguise. Cincinnati Post. In obtaining material for his book, Mr. Crozier spent months studying the hidden currents and sunken wreaths of Wall Street. Wilmington, Delaware Star. Mr. Crozier thoroughly understands the subject of high finances, which is the underlying subject of the magnet. Our sympathies are with him in his war with the vampires of the nation, as they were with Lawson and as they were with Roosevelt, all three of whom, by varying methods, some wise and some doubtless unwise, have been valiantly fighting the battle of personal and corporate honesty and of financial, industrial, and commercial cleanliness. Chicago Examiner. Mr. Crozier's new book, The Magnet, though written in story form, bristles with philosophical discussions. Fortunately, Mr. Crozier is not without the saving grace of humor, and some of his severest criticisms are modified by the human touch. Chicago Post. A grave novel of public affairs, this book is beautifully illustrated by Wallace Morgan, the originator of the celebrated Fluffy Ruffles pictures. 
washington times for twenty years mr crozier has been a prominent lawyer he is also a manufacturer with wide business experience and a student of financial and political affairs for five years he was treasurer of the national conference of charities and corrections of the united states he started the modern movement for a delaware ship canal and the atlantic coast inland waterway from cape cod to carolina he was an influential delegate at the recent national rivers and harbors congress at washington and at the waterways convention philadelphia detroit news the magnet was written by a former resident of grand rapids michigan the story centers in wall street and some of the characters are almost recognizable by their names minneapolis journal alfred o crozier lawyer manufacturer and man of wide experience has given another evidence of his versatility by writing a novel it is called the magnet and gives voice to views which cause something of a sensation at a recent meeting of the national civic federation detroit times the magnet by alfred o crozier is a powerful and fascinating romance interspersed with philosophic humor st louis republic the magnet by alfred o crozier should find many readers it is a romance of the battlefields of modern financial giants great financial matters being dovetailed into a pretty love story the book is written in a new and original style and is designed to appeal to the serious minds of all thoughtful americans cleveland leader the magnet by alfred o crozier is certainly one of the most appropriate books for the times at a time when the country has been suffering from a lack of currency it is interesting to read an account of how one man was able to get all the gold under lock and key and actually get his hands on so nearly all of the rest of the currency that the country was nearly frenzied of course it all became a grand problem for the president cabinet and congress to struggle with the metaphysical struggle with sterling morton the man who actually cornered the money is better read than described. There is an interesting love story running through the book. Augusta, Maine, Herald. One of the most conspicuous publications of the hour is the new novel by Mr. Crozier, which is, in reality, an arraignment of the evil forces at work in Wall Street. Chicago Tribune. Mr. Alfred O. Crozier, an attorney of Wilmington, Delaware, has written a novel called The Magnet, which attacks Wall Street and its methods. Mr. Crozier is the member of the Civic Federation who so badly baited August Belmont at the meeting in New York a month or so ago. Kansas City Star The Magnet is by Alfred O. Crozier, a distinguished lawyer of Wilmington, Delaware, who has decided views on Wall Street's panic-making machine and other manifestations of modern finance grand rapids michigan herald mr crozier has studied his subject from several viewpoints it should be read to be appreciated for an outline of the plot does not give the fullness of the tale seattle washington post intelligentsier mr crozier has written a polemical novel whose ideas may be gleamed as follows congress should go slow on currency legislation the recent artificial panic was to scare the country into forcing congress to act quickly and blindly selfishness instead of patriotism seems to be the inspiration of every proposition emanating from banking sources they want elasticity a rubber currency this means simply the power to expand and contract the volume of money but in every plan the banks demand the exclusive right to exercise this dangerous power they are unwilling to let the people's government have any say mr crozier is much in earnest and very zealous new york sun there is a passage in the magnet describing wall street at page fifty five which makes us think that mr w j bryan must have read the book before making his speech at carnegie hall last tuesday evening montreal canada witness the magnet cannot fail to arouse at least a determination to discover how much of truth is contained in its vigorous and fearless denunciations 
st louis christian advocate the magnet as a book of four hundred and ninety seven pages and in matters a strongly written romance really thrilling in many of its scenes and incidents it is intended to expose the crooked ways that mark the methods of wall street and corporations generally and in a powerful climax shows what may come to pass under existing conditions we recommend the book as worthy brooklyn eagle mr crozier is a lawyer of wilmington delaware and a student of finance he certainly knows wall street in all its ramifications and is not afraid to speak out against it as he proved about a month ago when he attacked high rates of interest and margin gambling at a meeting of the national civic federation dallas texas news the serious-minded will feel repaid to plod through the magnet for the unquestionable value of its revelations it strips naked that hideous panic-making agency the destroyer of confidence and credit the wrecker of fortunes and happiness the enemy of society humanity and the republic wall street cleveland town topics no other work of fiction will be published within the twelve months which will prove so absorbing so powerful so revealing which will touch so boldly upon so vital a subject as the magnet it is a book which deals with financial problems and with no weak or uncertain touch there has been no hesitancy in the mind of the man who wrote it no hedging of facts no cringing to the powers that be those who enjoy fiction of the highest class and of the most absorbing interest should read this book having once opened it they will become bound by its spell new york world our novelist mr crozier sets out to popularize the arguments against the wall street gamble and he does this with eloquence and force Louisville, kentucky western record the magnet was an agreeable surprise the story is one of great interest one's attention is closely held yet the indictment against many of the methods of modern finances is strong and clearly put so that the average man who knows little of these things can understand how mr crozier managed to make such an absorbing story out of his dry and unpleasant facts remains a mystery madison wisconsin journal the evils of wall street gambling elastic currency schemes political conspiracies etc are laid bare in a new novel by alfred o crozier many of the reforms urged by president roosevelt in his last message to congress were previously incorporated in this book charleston south carolina news and courier in his book mr crozier has written in powerful and fascinating way about a question of intense practical moment weaving into his romance a great deal of delightful philosophic humor and telling the story in a new and most original way of the conditions which so nearly affect not only the business life of the country but its social and domestic happiness as well omaha world herald the author of the magnet states that he has written the book with the hope that it may induce public thought and discussion and thus do some good by helping to defeat the designs of lawless and incorporated wealth portland oregonian the magnet is a cleverly constructed audacious novel albany new york argus mr crozier has been creating sensations in financial circles and columns of interests and the newspapers with his radical views on wall street and the worship of the golden california the banker chicago the recent boston address before the city club on banking topics by alfred o crozier has attracted attention anew to his powerful novel the magnet crozier is a born enemy of the trusts and his fighting blood was up a la sterling when he wrote this wonderful story of sterling the promoter helen morton and john hayes as a description of a venture in high finance it is worthy of a place in any library it teaches a useful lesson for those who risk all for money the plot and counterplot are clever with a grand climax and a moral victory to conclude 
buy it and read it. Des Moines, Iowa, Register and Leader. The Magnet is a delight to the jaded reader who has wearied of the conventional and purposeless drivel which seems to have usurped the romantic market. Mr. Crozier, first of all, writes with a defined object in view. His theme is drawn from important public questions of today. Glasgow, Scotland News. Read in the light of the recent money crisis in the United States, the magnet is well calculated to cause grave searchings of heart among those who realize how much of the world's future is bound up with the developments, political and financial, of that country. It is decidedly dry reading, but it is deeply instructive. Indianapolis News. The author of The Magnet possesses a great mass of useful and timely information. Milwaukee Sentinel. The Magnet by Alfred O. Crozier is a powerful novel dealing with current affairs, containing a fascinating romance, and illustrated by Wallace Morgan. Dayton, Ohio Watchword. Whether the resignation of General DuPont as head of the Speaker's Bureau of the Republican National Committee was voluntary or was forced by President Roosevelt will probably remain a secret. In this connection, however, it is significant that a few days previous to the general's resignation, President Roosevelt received a communication from Alfred O. Crozier, the Wilmington lawyer whose book The Magnet has caused such a sensation in political and financial circles. He called attention to the serious handicap that General DuPont's presence upon the executive committee was likely to exert upon Mr. Taft's election. Detroit Advocate the author has original views on various subjects. It will set one thinking to read Mr. Crozier's book. New York Christian Herald. The Magnet is a timely romance of the battles of modern business giants and the fatuity of living merely to accumulate material riches. London, England Globe. The Magnet by A. O. Crozier comes from America and proves to be yet another novel lustily lashing the transatlantic overweening craze for making money by any means, honest or dishonest, and showing how it demoralizes the national character. American financiers and other worshippers of the almighty dollar have no lack of mirrors in which to see their unlovely selves. The story ends with a novel act of restitution. Detroit Times the Magnet is certain to attract attention and make its impress on the coming national campaign. Colorado Springs Gazette. Unlike Lawson, Crozier is not a speculator and his insight into Wall Street affairs has not been gained in a rough-and-tumble mix-up in the battles of the street. He has rather been the attitude of the student and the investigator. For years he has studied the game as it is played until the study has become his hobby, his passion, he fairly oozes statistics. To illustrate the accuracy of his knowledge of the trend of banking and currency affairs, one of the chapters in his novel The Magnet, although written more than a year ago, describes with remarkable fidelity the recent money panic, giving in detail, months in advance of their actual occurrence, many of the facts which are now a part of his current financial history. Portland Bulletin. The characters in the story are splendidly portrayed and reveal some excellent word drawings on the part of the author. The private schemes in Congress regarding elastic currency are laid bare. The methods and powers of Wall Street are exposed. The author of The Magnet tells how panics are created and their effect. He also tells of methods regarding the regulation of railroads and trusts and other kindred subjects. This book is well worth perusal, not merely for its romance, but for its timeliness insofar as present political and industrial conditions are concerned. Syracuse Herald. Mr. Crozier has written a novel of modern business in which men talk in billions, and the merger has been carried to the ultimate. The author says the book is not a reservoir of pantheists, but he hopes it may induce public thought. 
San Francisco newsletter. At close range, Mr. Lawson may present a prettier picture to the eye, his graces of person, his immaculate taste in dress, with its touch of the aesthetic and the always conspicuous boutonniere being well known, but when it comes right down to physical bulk, Crozier makes an impressive eyeful. He is a fair specimen of what we have come to expect a fighter should look like. When standing on the ground, he stretches in straight, solid fashion, nearly standing six feet into the air. The scale would probably register his weight at 225 pounds. His hair surmounted with a stiff growth of that peculiar copper wire hair which we are wont to associate with unusual physical strength, tops off a face that is as grim and relentless as a pilgrim father's, two lean, muscular jaws jutting away like the sides of a gunboat from a somewhat long and inquisitive nose, terminate in a firm and knotty chin, and platform speech these jaws snap shut at impressive intervals, and it is then that the man's strength and fixity of purpose is revealed at its best. A close friend says his eyes are gray. Perhaps they are, but if so, they are the coldest, steeliest pair of gray eyes ever set in a man's head. If you or me were to be pulled suddenly from a dark room into the light, our eyes would blink and blur until they become accustomed to the changed condition. Perhaps Crozier's eyes would act likewise, but they do not convey that impression. They strike one as eyes that would gaze at you steadily and unblinkingly under almost any conditions. Boston Globe the Magnet is the magic and attractive title of an up-to-the-minute novel by Alfred O. Crozier, published by Funk and Wagnall's Company. In a style which holds the interest of the reader from beginning to end, the author deals in a logical, convincing, and entertaining way with high finance and boodling. New York Christian Observer in this novel, The Magnet of Nearly 500 Pages, the machinery of Wall Street is uncovered to the public eye, revealing its diabolical methods and the tragedies that result. Fourth Estate, New York. The Magnet is a book of 500 pages, so magnetic, so fascinating, that the reader, having once begun it, will not be ready to lay it aside until he has finished it. The story is one of so-called high finance related in a captivating style. An overwhelming desire to secure the power which wealth is supposed to give possesses a man of apparently strong character who is described as playing a desperate game to obtain the control of national finance. Love, hatred, fear, intrigue, and other passions skillfully interwoven play their parts. Fortunately, love gains the ascendancy over the greed for gold, and a moral victory is won. Traits of American life and manners are graphically pictured in this romance of the battle of giants that figure on modern finance. New York Commercial Mr. Crozier lives in Wilmington, Delaware, is a well-known lawyer and is also a successful manufacturer. He is intensely in earnest, and this very earnestness gives him a poise and ease of demeanor that never desert him, even under trying circumstances. During the recent meeting of the National Civic Federation in New York, at which was present Andrew Carnegie, August Belmont, Seth Lowe, Samuel Gompers, and scores of other notable figures in American public life, the discussion had ambled along in a dignified and orderly, if somewhat desultory manner, until near the close of the meeting, when Crozier slowly arose from his seat, and in his characteristic way fired a question at Belmont. The question was simple in itself, but it was not just the kind of question that members of that august body were accustomed to have put so bluntly, and it created a stir. A battery of well-bred stares was focused in Crozier's direction, but it did not quail him. He serenely waited his answer, and he got it. The incident is characteristic of the man. He impresses you as one who will get what he goes after. 
Although not endorsing all the conclusions reached by Mr. Crozier, President Roosevelt, with whom Mr. Crozier has conversed on the subject uppermost in his mind, is following a similar line of reasoning as is evidenced in the President's recent remarkable special message to Congress. New York American, Alfred O. Crozier, the big Wilmington, Delaware, lawyer who furnished the three explosions which made the recent convention of the national civic federation the liveliest in its history did not speak his whole mind on the sins of wall street and capital in the federation session on monday he chastised wall street as a panic-making machine and made some of the big financiers present squirm tuesday he stood up august belmont on the charge of capitalizing franchises and wrung from him his first public defense of the interbureau metropolitan merger he then tried to inject a saving clause into the elastic currency resolution proposed by isaac n seligman since he startled the staid civic federation there has been no little curiosity as to just who crozier is he comes from new york stock and was born in grand rapids michigan he graduated from the university of michigan in eighteen eighty six and has been a lawyer for twenty years san francisco call in the opening chapter of the magnet which antedates the story about thirty years the upbuilding of the plot is well outlined new york tribune Alfred O'Crozier, the Delaware delegate to the National Civic Federation who was appointed to draw up resolutions of thanks to retiring President August Belmont, together with Isaac N. Seligman, after he had tilted with both of them at Monday's and Tuesday's meetings, is anxious to bring about an organized effort to do away with margin sales and call loans at exorbitant rates of interest. Mr. Crozier said last evening that only by these means did he think that panicky conditions could be securely guarded against. New York World, a bomb was dropped into the placid councils of the National Civic Federation yesterday, and the echo of its explosion had not ceased to reverberate at the annual dinner held last night at Hotel Astor. The man who had the temerity to raise this storm was Alfred O. Crozier of Wilmington, Delaware, a lawyer and the author of The Magnet, a book attacking Wall Street. Face to face, he told the financiers they caused the money panic. New York Herald, August Belmont, chairman of the boards of directors controlling the surface lines and traction facilities above and beneath the earth in New York City, made the longest impromptu speech of his life yesterday in defending traction companies and mergers. He took the position that, since the obligation to operate cars was laid so heavily upon the corporation, the employee also should be made to feel, when he accepted a position with the transportation company, that he was in the service of the public and should not be permitted to leave his post without notice. Mr. Belmont, added Mr. Crozier, if an employee entering the employment of a public service corporation at a modest wage thereby incurs an obligation as a servant of the public, should not the corporation which receives the franchise from the public free, a franchise which is not property but a mere license, should it not also have an obligation to the public and be prevented from capitalizing that franchise for a hundred million dollars and then charging the public higher rates so as to pay dividends on such capitalization? Mr. Belmont was astonished by the long, hypothetical inquiry, and a wave of red swept over his face. Some of the labor element in the room applauded Mr. Crozier. Many more press notices from other leading papers and magazines and strong endorsements of the magnet by men prominent in public life could be given, but space will not permit. To many, Mr. Crozier seems to be an extreme radical, but the fact is he is a cautious and careful conservative, 
his radicalism is only the radicalism of naked truth which he states bluntly and always without qualification or apology he believes the time to temporize with dangerous national evils has passed and that the only way to prevent the swing of the pendulum to a dangerous extreme is to quickly establish justice and a square deal in finance business and politics in between capital and labor that is all he seeks. He would not harm any legitimate business, big or little, not even that of Wall Street, but he thinks the only way to safeguard legitimate business is to destroy the evils. Mr. Crozier and the family went to Cincinnati, Ohio, because of the unsurpassed school system of that city, and that his two daughters might complete their education in the splendid university and art school of that town. He also has established there the headquarters of his cement products company that supplies special machinery and erects plants for the manufacture of brick with ordinary wet process cement concrete under the Crozier system, of which he is inventor and principal owner, the product being known as Crozite, stone and brick. But for years, Mr. Crozier constantly has pushed the nonpartisan progressive campaign for the preservation of popular rule and to retain in the people and their government control of the country's supply of money. He has freely and gladly expended very many thousands of dollars and years of time and personal effort in making the investigations and collecting the information now made public for the common good. The relatively nominal price put on his new book has been made possible by him. If Congress, instead of adopting the Aldrich Plan, will take up the Crozier Plan for a U.S. Monetary Council, will prove a great and lasting national blessing. The Magnet Company End of Appendix Press Notices of the Magnet Recording by Elsie Selwyn End of U.S. Money vs. Corporation Currency Aldrich Plan by Alfred Owen Crozier